That was such a good, that was such a good, um... What a perfect amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. And welcome back, back to another episode of Discipline Stoners. Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie. And, and we, we are, are the gateway drug, drug to mindfulness. And today, do you notice anything? Tell us if you notice anything in the comments. Did you guys see? Anything that you may have not seen before. Do you guys see anything? Anything new? Ah! Congratulations on our first merch. Congratulations on our first merch. Have a little bit of food still right here. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Can they see? Is it still there? Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Really exciting. We've been dreaming up merch for quite some time now. Eleven pulled the trigger, <clears throat> and I really appreciate you doing that. Thank you. I feel like it's kind of my role. Like, I am the, pu the trigger puller. Yeah, you are. I am the one to do the thing. You know, so I went ahead and did it. It was a little costly. Yeah. Um, but that's that's because we just needed to get it done. Yeah. And I got it done yokally. Yokally. Locally. And yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super excited that we have merch now. Um, we have we have these. So <clears throat> if you want to get your own, I'm going to be setting up the website so you can do so. And we would love you to get them. You know, so. we, we ultimately, like, I think it's a good message. Yeah. Disciplined stoners. Hello. We, um, our friends over at High Ladies Podcast did a news network interview, which I think oh, yeah. is pretty historic in terms of um, cannabis. Yeah. Cannabis. Shout out High Ladies Podcast. And so I think everything is just rolling along. You know, I think that the stigma is being released through all of us in this community that are uplifting one another and the plant and. Uh, I'm just really happy to be here. I think this we're an exciting time. Does anyone else feel like that? Like, I, I feel like even you and I during Kind, which was just in December, we're kind of shitting on the industry, right? And we've decided we decided at that point that we were going to stop doing that because it's not progressive uh, for anyone. We're going to start looking for solutions. And I don't know. I feel like the momentum <clears throat> is starting to pick up a little bit. That's what how so? Like. What do you mean? There's like a new wave of like. People coming into the industry, I think, that have... Oh, you're observing the uh, the second run. Second run, for sure, yeah. Yeah, like uh, in, in terms of the legal industry, having it's like, yeah, like, because like I think 20... When did it become legal? 2017, right? And then the pandy happened, and then there was... But like by the time stores could generally open it was like 2020 like didn't it take several years uh yeah like yeah all of the stores like there was you know? only honey pot and tokyo smoke <clears throat> for like the first year and a bit right so exactly there was a lot of like we kind of refer to it as like dinosaur level like first like a lot of retail shops and lps like took the brunt of being early adapters. And we appreciate you. We call you the front liners. <laughs> but I... We'll call you the front liners of the industry. 
like in terms of linear time. Yeah. And now what you're seeing is the, it's like when you go from the junior in high school to like the sophomore or whatever. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, well, I know this place. And, yeah. and you start to see the new excited reps come in when, especially as like a media publication in cannabis, essentially is what the role, one of the roles we're playing is like, you start to see the, the, the new reps work for the companies that you already know. And like, and like they come with like this new energy and you're like, oh, sick. Like, nice. Like, will be here, uh, you know, like as a, as a pillar, but like this whole thing keeps rotating and changing and stores changing hands and So I think we're going to start to see, we're going to start to see less turnover now. That's pretty, pretty normal. More sustainability within the first five years, 10 years. Exactly. Even when like, um, like I know from being in the restaurant industry, when a new restaurant or a, a chain is opening up a new store, they overhire staff, right? Because oh, totally. they know that Start with 30, same with improv troops that we met in. Start exactly. with 30, end up with like five. And there is something to be said about anything in this world being difficult because <clears throat> if you don't want to be in cannabis, if this, if the last couple of years was just too much for you, like- Or it, you thought it, this was going to be enough time for you to like make back your investment. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Like, it did not reward the people who thought this was a get-rich-quick scheme. I mean, I think that we're learning that nothing is really quick in the perception of humanity. Like, we've always tried to do quick things. Like, the first time, um, like, you know, you could make a cake in a mug. Remember? Remember you could microwave a cake in a mug. Do you remember that? Yeah, humanity has always tried to do things very fast. Remember when you could make a cake in a mug? I dropped. <laughs> I think that's. I don't remember that. That's amazing, oh, really? though. Yeah, like, so all of these things, like all of these shortcuts, anything quick fix like that, it just doesn't really exist. And that's not, like, that isn't, that's the rule. So there are exceptions, obviously. There are people who've gotten quick, rich quick, or have lost weight quick, or have but it's gotten often due married to, quickly. It's often due to momentum that they've had in thought energy form before it was turned manifest here. Speak on it. So, like, Ashton Kutcher didn't just get to Hollywood and get famous. He had been dreaming about this for time. You know, it's like by the time your opportunity to show and potentially get results in the third dimension, you've already, it's already happened in your head. You've already dreamed for it and prepared for it somehow. It doesn't just happen. So when as a human, you're trying to have an experience, are you going to add something? Yeah, but go ahead. You're trying to have an experience. Um, and you want that all to be rewarding while still new. And you want to be like the hot new kid who just kind of like is fluking, of course. But if it's still new, there's not a, there's a couple of things. You, there, you can't play with the familiarity of it, but that's an obvious, but there's like certain magic that comes in flow state when there's a familiar thing, when the technique isn't too challenge. But you got to look at that newness as that's the win right now. All the decisions you're being prompted to make with fresh Zen eyes, that's that reward that you're thirsting for now this time. So your eyes are so big, but trust me, your belly could not handle it. So the preparation for manifestations is is mental, energetic, and and that has to be in thought form in the quantum before it lands in your experience. Yeah, I'm sure we've talked about this before. I, I just have two things, two thoughts. 
Um, we've talked about this before, um, our, who we follow, Abraham Hicks. If you don't know that by now, you haven't watched enough of our episodes. <laughs> facts. No facts. Facts, facts. Um, you know that we're fans of people like Alan Watts, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, but like who, when he, like so beautifully put, like essentially we, we follow like this... Um, they always just say, don't follow us, follow your own inner bliss, follow your own deep knowing. Yeah, because you it's, it's, we it's just follow ultimately, that philosophy. it's universal energy that all of us have, <laughs> and that's always flowing to us. But what Ooh. I wanted to say about them is that they, they uh, have this concept that you have to be ready to be ready, which is essentially what Eleven just kind of walked you through. And that's not something like, I remember seven years ago hearing that and talking to you about it and be like, I'm not really understanding what they mean, ready to be ready. Like, what is that? I don't- Like, I don't, I'm ready. Like, yeah. I'm ready right like, now. Like, I don't need I'm to be ready. ready to be ready. I'm just ready. Yeah. But it's like, no, no, no. You have to prepare. You have to be ready to be ready to be ready. So in that moment, you'll be ready. Yeah. If you were ready to be ready. And so- Sounds so redundant, but it's it's connecting for me. And I'm going to riff off of that and say we did a two-week, I believe, energetic reset maybe a year and a half ago with our online community. And part of that was uh, taking to taking to a book every day. And we, we gave people um, sort of their task Material for the day. Yeah. And one of the very first ones was like write down your your perfect day. Like if you want it to um, live in re in your reality now, like write down whatever <coughs> is most accessible to you that you could do right now, or like dream forward and write down like what is it that you would actually love. And it was shocking how many people had never really contemplated that before. Yeah. And, and they told us, like the people in our workshop, love you guys, um, they told us that, a lot of them told us that it was it, they had some writer's block at the beginning, but then once they started getting into it, they actually were quite surprised at how much poured out of them. Just by knocking on that door, you're decalcifying your third eye or the equivalent to it when it comes to moving your neuro energy through your brain to think forward in vision, except for being, instead of rather, instead of being a victim to what you currently perceive in matter and, and recreating that cycle of thought, you're, you're actually charging a new muscle with energy saying dream into the future. So it's hard at first to your point. It's like showing up to the gym at first when you're fat. I'm just going to collect my thoughts from that. Um, so the, what I'm trying to say is if you've never, when you're trying to get ready to be ready, if you've never actually thought through what you believe will make you feel better in like the moment or what what you believe will provide you freedom in the future if you've never thought about that like you're not ready you're not ready for it because how can it come into your experience if you've not even if if, if it's not even been a passing thought in your brain and if of, i'm of course we can say oh a million dollars would make me uh, you know, happy or whatever, but we all know <coughs> it is fact that 80% of lottery winners are actually end up in a worser, in a worse financial position than they were prior to winning the money. And, and that's because they're not ready to be ready. Even if, well, they manifested it. So they, it, the, the dimension must have felt their clarity of, of the feeling state 
but we can get more into that like native prayer about the feeling state prayer. But I also want to add on to what Winnie said, unless it's kind of manifesting, you're not quite ready to be ready or you're not ready. But pardon me, <clears throat> involuntary burp. If like if you can't dream that up or if you haven't spent the time dreaming that up, also if you have dreamt it up and if you can see it, but it doesn't feel natural or good yet, you're also not ready to be mm. ready. So if you think you wanna be a rich guy and you see someone with a Ferrari and you're jealous or angry at that person or your first thought is they're probably inherited wealth in you or something like degrading to them you know, or, or discounting to their current state that you actually should admire if you do naturally admire that. Like if you love sports and an athlete, you wouldn't look at Michael Jordan and be like, 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 fucking, like, probably didn't earn that. Like, right? You'd feel good about that and you would work towards that humbly and earnestly. And you would want to, you know, embrace that sort of state for yourself one day. So also keep a pulse in your feeling state for how close you are to it. Because mentally, when we dream it, it will, the brain doesn't know the difference from like this third dimensional reality and the fourth dimensional thought reality. It doesn't know the difference, so it's reacting the same. So and you can tell by how you feel about it. Love that. To add on to that, Please. Um, I'm, I am creating right now a document about the chakra system and um, meditation essentially for a workshop that I'm leading at my yoga studio. You've been so zoned in on that. Respect, congrats to everyone who's gonna get that. And thank you. You're welcome. And um, a symptom of a uh, get your joints light up with us. A symptom of a malfunctioning root chakra actually is holding bitterness towards our allocated and or chosen tribes. So if you look at someone within your global community and you say they're not doing what I think they should be doing with the resources that they have, you are holding yourself away from the healing power of the, um, the ultimate knowing that all is one. So that it's actually like a deficiency in uh with your survival so if that if that resonated with you just because i it's fresh in my mind so i was like oh that's a cool little tidbit uh that i learned that i wanted to um pass along is that like if you look at someone and you're like oh that rich bitch or whatever you know you have negative feelings towards them i think um it might be uh a cool experiment to see where you might be feeling uh, out of uh, survival mode, like in which areas of your life you're feeling like, oh, you're just not making it, and see if there's some adjustments that you can do. And in this PDF that um, <coughs> I'm creating, so loud, in this PDF that I'm creating, it has um, ways to nourish each chakra or chakra. Um, so yeah, join our Patreon <laughs> if you want. Oh, are you going to drop this? More insights on that. We're back here now. Join our Patreon if you want more I mean, we're always at both. But yo, um, so on our Patreon, they're going to get the PDF access to this course? Yeah, it's more like a workshop uh, Explain course. that. I, I mean, I just go through essentially the, the chakra system, the seven chakras in the body. There's actually little guys in each of our fingertips. Oh my palms. God, what did you learn as well about the masculine feminine? 
So base chakra starts uh, at the base of your spine or your coccyx, and then it goes <coughs> up from there. That's considered root. the first chakra or the <coughs> root chakra. And then it'll and then there's seven <coughs> that align along the center of the body. Um, and what I learned relearned today was our root is of masculine energy and then the next one up is feminine and the next Sacral. one the next one up solar plexus is masculine the next one Intellect. up heart is feminine love the next one up throat is masculine communication the next one up third eye is feminine and, and then, then crown. the seventh one is unified energy um, and I, I just I really I've never looked at the system like that. I've never observed it that way either, but it's so accurate because working with the chakras, that's right. Root, do you got a fucking roof over your head and food in your mouth tonight? That's yeah. how's your bank account? Do you feel safe? Like do you need do you have your phone bill up? You know what I mean? Like is your internet paid? Like that's that's real shit. That's just like you gotta hustle with grit to get out of that. Second, you start to learn a little bit more about balancing energy as a human. Like the sacral energy, sexual, creative, orange, impulsive, the first flow that you start to express naturally working from the ground up in, and the progression of unfolding your characteristics as a human being and building your pers your personality essentially um, are kind of based on these progressions. Then the next one up is intellect. So you get a boner first and now you got to learn how to deal with it, <laughs> right? So you grow up in... In, and this is where a lot of people get stuck between the sacral and the, and it's only two to three, uh, you, between the sacral and the solar plex, which is yellow and it's focus and it's definitely the next step up for, for the masculine energy. And when we say masculine and feminine, we don't mean penis and vagina. We mean those qualities that every being, no matter if you identify as non-binary or man or woman or cat or dog or, or human, doesn't matter. Every being, every plant has masculine and feminine energy working in harmony for it to manifest and if you don't like that language um a, a good replacement would just be yin and yang right on also just conceptually i you know you don't i know have i'm just giving beef. some options nice uh <laughs> And yeah, totally. So uh, anyway, that makes a lot of sense, and I love that. And the intellect is yellow, and that power. Once you can, once you can, almost it's 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 building your ego identity, like the harmony of the purpose of that chakra of like diving in and becoming aware in that area of your life, and to get a stronghold on how you wish to be perceived and seen and how you present yourself and, and like all of that, like personality driven data that you kind of work out on a very energetic level before you ever claim to be anything. Uh, <coughs> that's tough. That, that causes a lot of people I think to break down and shut up because I think it's harder to choose something and be definite than it is just to like allow life to present you with options or so it looks like that. Really, it's everything in your thought cue presenting these options that you're manifesting through your subconscious. But um, yeah, then the next one up, heart. Man, we gotta we gotta retouch with the feminine. Since sacral made you want to have sex and be creative, we gotta figure out what this means. Like the heart is kind of like that bridge like between the lower and the upper, right? You brought that up the other day. And 
you know, and within the chakra system, as it ascends and descends and goes up and down, it's always just a bridge. It's always connection. It's like a gradient of life. Like there's no necessarily right or wrong, up or down. Um, but there can be within chakras, it can be uh, over or under. Excessive or deficient is yeah. what I, I use, That's the language right. I use. Rip on that PDF. for a bit. Well, um, so I've... In my exploration this time around, um, I think generally uh, when you're excessive or deficient in your chakra system, it's it's malfunctioning no matter what. If it's I had an overactive throat chakra, I stood in public and rapped rhymes at people for five to ten hours on end. Yeah, overdeveloped. So when in conversation, I talk too much sometimes. Yeah, and a. Uh, um, ail- to shut the fuck up. An ailment of an over or uh, something that you would say, oh, maybe this might be how I would tell if I have an overdeveloped or underdeveloped energy center. It made me more aware, though, of the power of my words by being acutely conscious of what I'm outputting there. Nice. Yeah. Um, but something is very stiff neck and tight shoulders when you have an excessive. Oh, yeah. You know, so always with me. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you hear mine. Yeah, mine's right low, lower right back, in the inti- intellect, back. right, right in that one, mm-hmm. solar plexus chakra. Yeah. So it affects the area that it's physically at. Like, um, yeah. uh, you know, this could be gums, mouth, throat. This is generally eyes or hearing. Um, <coughs> you know. And if I may, chest, <coughs> breast, lungs, heart. Um, if I may. I observed something, indulge me, and we can finish the chakras. We got heart to throat to third eye, which is seeing, clairvoyancy, vision, or lack of. Um, and then and then the crown chakra kind of like is almost like a meter to see how connected the rest are, how much fluidity and flow is in them in order for that to expand. So the crown chakra is like a, a cherry on the cake of completion that I think lays fairly dormant until the rest are in full harmony that's the feeling of i felt my crown chakra connect before in meditation and at runyon um but i wanted to talk about hemispheres and you'll notice uh you know tall people slouch right like this way so people who hold energy on parts of their body that is inefficient due to their meridian lines or how they're channeling or balancing their energy their left and right sides sometimes will be like this or like this or you'll choose a side to lean and that will manifest eventually as a physical characteristic. But even more acutely and interestingly, I like to observe, and there's a very deep, there's a lot of reflection and shadow work to do with looking in your eyes. But if you look on each person, there's a hemisphere on each side. And one is a adventurous, sweet little child that was innocent. And it's either still hurt or looking for love or it's playful. And, and and rejoiceful and innocent still. And the other one is the one that is like logic, that like it needs to cover its ass or, you know, it, again, it's either efficient or deficient uh, or extra. And you'll see a lot of people have one squint on one side, just a touch, you know? And when I observe this, just like when I first started meditating and something cleared from my throat to my brain area and it was the decalcifying eventually of my penile gland <clears throat> or whatever was in the center of my skull by just sending energy there more frequently, you know, I would feel, I would stare in the mirror at them equally and then 
with either friends or lovers or people who you're close to, you can just make eye contact with them and you start to feel this little worm jiggle in your soul seat, in your chest and up your back and in your eyes and, and you catch it and, you, and then you lose it and you got to get good at looking for that, the God energy that's in eyes. And you'll start to feel it unfold and wiggle and jiggle. And and as you do that, as you let the God flow go through, and you can do this in the mirror with yourself, if you, you got to catch it. You got to practice. Don't look at the iris. Look right inside at the pupil and almost just kind of blur your eyes a little bit and let this pupil connect with the power inside of itself. And it starts to move this energy like a, like a belt and an engine almost. And you can feel it start to wear away hurt that I, I was holding on, that I was calcified by making assumptions and holding my, and protecting myself. A lot of, with my ego identity, it was a lot of, let me kill them before they have a chance to even think about killing me. Or let me, you know, like, let me dump them before they dump me. Let me, let me cancel myself out of this group before I get kicked out. Let me leave this class before I get kicked out. Fuck you. You know, let me fight this guy before he tries to bully me. Fuck you. Like, you know, a lot of that, and I took that into my adult life, and I would just, put that wall up and I had a lot of calcification where maybe if I had a little more patience I could have had some really beautiful experiences but hey no, no rug rats but what I started to observe with myself is is a softening of my attachment to my ego identity as I started to balance my hemispheres because one was lower and one was bigger and always wanting to go and dominate and so, yeah, that's just a cool thing to observe in yourself is the hemispheres, what's going on in those eyes and, and spending that time with yourself. And it's very nice to kind of um, unwind those tight wires that we hold on to. But if you're looking to observe or classify those around you and how well balanced their energy is, is you can see it right on their face. You literally can see um, deficiency in energy uh, hemispheres. Yeah, and that would be um, like heart and third eye Essentially, work. yeah, head and heart, left and right are masculine and feminine, but it's a reflection of the whole for sure. Absolutely, yeah. like probably all is involved for sure, but um, so something just like that, it, it's like uh, the heart uh, has you moving internally, you know, for the first time and really uh, challenging all of the beliefs that stemmed from the first three chakra development. And then the third eye is important, obviously, because it's connected to intuition. When our third eye is deficient, we don't, that's when we don't like to work, look at our shadow selves. So, so what he was, Eleven was just sort of saying is like, take, take a look. It's like, if, if that really scares you, that might be, you know, a third eye deficiency or something going on in the heart. So I just wanted to mention that you definitely can join our Patreon <laughs> to get the whole. I mean, join it for a month and pay four bucks. The whole PDF, yeah. If you want. Yeah. Try it. Uh, get the whole PDF to learn more. But a little nugget in terms of nourishing. Uh, each chakra is associated with a color, and so if you eat that color food. Uh, yeah. that's a good way that's an easy way to just nourish that. you'll notice I love Center. oranges and turmeric and mangoes I love sake I love orange oh, I wore orange today and I was really on a flow 
I'm really with that. And you then, look cool today. Thank you. I just flowed with it and goed with it. Like there's no minutes left to Did waste. Did you put that uh, photo that we took next to the yellow uh, merch truck? No, but I'll, I'll do that. You guys, <laughs> by the time this is out, you can go see that. Yeah, we might even put it here. Yeah, boom. Ha ha. <laughs> nice. Okay. How about the arm cut on these greens? We got about 10. What are we doing tonight? I'll give us 10. We're having friends over. Which ones? Uh, you might, you may or may not know them. Their names are Sarah and Age from Unsolicited Project on YouTube. Gay Women Channel. They hired Winnie to be in Almost Adults, which I will say for better or worse, probably better, changed your life. Definitely better. Mucho better. Stop it. I'm I saying, met Justin I'm, say, there. I'm saying one way or another that enriched your life. And change your life, our life. It absolutely changed my life. I was so high off of the <laughs> likes I was getting on Twitter. Oh my, oh my god. god. I was like Winnie blew up. Like Winnie's had the experience of like blowing up. And so here's the thing is that I wasn't ready to be ready because I um Tried was a love addict. <laughs> yeah. So everyone that started loving on me, I was like, yes, more, 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 more. Give me more. Like, I, I will, need more. I, will I give need you more. Give me more. I can't a, function unless there's more. <clears throat> I need more. When he's an information desk for fans who want to talk. So, um, <laughs> uh, that I love was, you. You're that, so kind. I had to go through that whole journey and I got a little taste of it. And I, I love everyone there. But, I mean... Anyone watching from that community now? Uh, thanks, shout out. Thanks so much. Love you so much. But like, means you like me too. What? There was definitely no. That's not true. Actually, there was de yeah no. There was definitely some people uh, that were literally just following me so to see if they could get closer to Elise and Natasha at the time. They, oh, these, bro, uh, I'll still get DMs like, hey, can you give this to Elise for me? And I'm like, bro, I haven't gotten no. one for a really long time. Yeah, but, uh, I haven't gotten one for a long time, but. I, yeah, yeah, even though, but I actually because me and her were creating recently. in LA though, like because remember her shits on my no, music videos that. and like, and you have to do it over a sustained period of time. So if you don't love it, if you're not having fun doing it, and you don't really love it, you're gonna give up. I'ma keep going. I'ma keep going. Yeah. But semi recently, <laughs> I haven't even talked to Elise in years besides on her birthday, mm. and. Shout out, Elise. Shout, shout out. Love you forever. Really brought... Yeah, so so Serenade even brought, like, Elise into our life. And I accompanied them with the uh, premiere of uh, Almost Adults in L.A. At Outfest. At it was Outfest. crazy. HBO Outfest. At the Directors Guild <laughs> of America. We are in that building. Like, I remember being Nuts. in L.A. and touching that building and being like, I'll be in here in one day. And it was, like, the next time I was in L.A. <laughs> and it was, like, thanks to my wife being in a movie that was premiering in that building. That and was, was a huge experience. it was sold out. And that the after must party, have, It was 500 people. Oh, it was fucking packed. And, like, it was, like, this is real life. And then, like, yeah, the after party, life. I was just, like, but... The after party, you were me. Like, everyone, like, you and the girls. Yeah. And at that point, still, I was, like, I need more. I need more of this. Love me more. You literally had a lineup of fans. And, like, everyone did. The whole cast did. It wasn't until two years later that I had my first moment that I was, like, oh, my obsession with getting <laughs> likes and followers and becoming famous is doesn't seem very healthy. 
insert me, Spandy Andy, playlist live. We're going to this thing every year now. <laughs> Sometimes twice a year to perform and meet lineups of fans. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like... And I'll, I'll say, we were And always... it was the buzz of the internet days too, oh guys. Like, what hot time. fucking time. Like, we're old hot enough, time. We're old enough 2000 to talk and, about the times. Yeah, 2013 <laughs> to 2018 <laughs> area. Fuck. Good times. Good times. Your 20s? Hey, if you're Good listening times. to us right now and you're in your 20s... Chase it. Just... Do it. And also... Do it. Spend the money. Also, enjoy it more. Yo, straight you, up. You don't, don't have to make be it as a job. stressed out as you Don't are. make it a job. You know what? It's no more important if you pretend to be stressed out about it or not. It's And people don't respect it more or less if you are stressed out about it more. Yeah. Don't worry. And yeah. you know what? Looking really busy isn't cool. Because you will get really busy. Like, if you're stressed out about nothing right now... Stop, like enjoy it for a minute. Because if you want it, it will manifest. It will. And you'll just be like, oh my God, I should have enjoyed that moment at the pool more. And it you know was like, I mean? like just we, be lived, at the pool. we lived in a complete shithole. Bro, but we were still out there for these nice hotels. 18 months. And Tell- that still is one of the m- most fantastic years of my life. <laughs> Bro, big stuff. You, I remember you booked your first film, The Door. When we just, lived in that shithole. I was just talking to, um, so that, that's 10 years ago next year. We're having our 10-year reunion with Alice um, and Matt. Oh, my! My two very good friends. Who you, Are you like your hot actor friends now that you go to brunch with and stuff? And I mean, hot people of the world, too. Oh, yeah. Just like, mm, scrumptious. But yeah, when I first booked that movie. Yeah, here's I, a picture of Elise. Here's hot. a picture of Matt. Hot. And here's a picture of them three together. They always do this stupid, cute photo that I'm so jealous of. I'm not jealous that I want to be in theirs. I'm jealous I don't have this with my friends. Um, <clears throat> they do this like ugly, like these sexy fuckers try to do an ugly face, and it's it's not even. Okay. Like first you of guys all, do a cute little picture every time you're together. It's like it's cute. First of all, we always take good photos first. Then we'll do the. <laughs> Funky, but fun you only photo. post the funky fun one. I love that about you. I don't know. I think that I've posted. Anyways, it Anyways. doesn't matter. That is our lives. Oh yeah. So when I found out that like, is our lives. So you we were you at booked lunch the in the door. beaches at, when I booked when I found out I booked. And the door. we used to go to places like that, and we could not afford to be going to restaurants <laughs> like that, but we would do it anyway. Yeah. Smart, cute little kids. Um, one thing though, if you're 20, is just stop using your credit card. If you're already in debt, just stop chill, right now. Chill with the credit cards. Yeah. If you want to spend the cash you got, spend the cash you got. But don't don't do that. That's yeah. gonna follow you around. You're welcome. Yeah. You 10 years from now is gonna be like, wow, I'm really glad that I listened to that. If you've DS already insured it though, don't worry about it. Just try to chip away at it. Yeah. That's no it. problem. We talk about the real shit on this bitch too. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. As you were saying, though, you found out that you booked the door. And, and I was like... How old were you? 23, 24, 25? 25. 25. And this was your first feature film. Yeah. And you'd been doing commercial after commercial after commercial after play after play yeah. um, for pursuing acting for about 10 years almost? Um, or when did you go to AMDA? You went to college. So four years. Okay, four years. So not too bad. You just did like four years of commercials. Yeah. Yeah. And plays and stuff and theater. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and, and I was like, this, like, I am about to blow up, like, <laughs> Hollywood. My life's about to change. Gonna... I'm in a feature film movie. <laughs> and then, you know what you're looking at? You're looking at the percentage of people who get to fucking say that in their lifetime. And that is tiny. You belong to, like, 5% of humans, less, way less. Yeah. But, like, there's a lot of feature films, and there are a lot of actors and a lot of people get to at least feel like they're saying that legitimately, but you really were. You auditioned for it, you worked for it, you're a working actor, and you were getting paid to act in a feature film. And that is fucking, uh, that is something to feel really good about, especially if it's your first one. And because Elise and I and Matt and I. And Elise and the was three the lead us, in that film, right? Yeah. You were all leads, but like yeah, she was but like. She was like the cool. One. She was like who the had primary. Been doing movies already, and like, like that it was, was my when, first movie. That was your OG. Like you being friends with Alice is like me being friends with Matt. Like yeah. there are both OGs in the field that we <clears throat> admire, and like then we and, became close friends. Like so cool. And I learned that I wasn't the first choice for the role that I got, so I feel like it's very serendipitous because um, of the people that I met and how they play a role in my life now. Yeah. And uh, and I feel like mm, my life is great. You should. I'm 35. Just had a birthday. I feel like when you're I, so hot. I feel like when I say that, it's like. It's the first time that I'm like, I have lived for 35 years. Like, That's pretty good, Wynn. You should celebrate that shit. It's such a celebration. You I made just, it. I just never really felt it the way that I feel it this time around. Okay, f fast forward, though, because we were just talking about, <clears throat> and I want you to get back to that thought, but I just want to say, 25 book in your first feature film. Yeah. 35, how many feature films you got in your belt? 15. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick. 25 booked her first feature film. By 35, she has 15 feature films under her belt. She has lots of TV appearances. And like a bunch of and you like don't web series. You don't even audition for commercials short anymore. Films and you're, you're a bona fide actor member. Yeah, you're, I'm, you're a TV I'm an actor, actor with residuals. Sure. Like, this is real shit. Yeah. And you have a podcast. And like. And I'm a stand up comedian. Like, that's what's really cool is that you decided to do that. Because that's the essence. <laughs> that's that's the, my essence. I've always wanted to make people laugh. But you have a backbone, you know? Like, you have the balls. My favorite, and I did stand-up first before I did music, and I had to do it at a place that I considered Holy Land. I did. I went I went to the Holy Land of where my, my Jesuses were. That's what I did, I realize now. Like, um... Jim Carrey and Richard Pryor are equally effective as to my philosophy of life as like Eminem and Abraham Hicks is. Like the backbone of my existence on earth is like, well, where, and then the, where did they build that? So I had to work to there. I just was like, there, that was my, <clears throat> and I did it and it was a comedy store, main room, and I did it several times. And I was an invited back regular and I could do that. And then uh, just like Winnie with fans, I was like, oh, I the world didn't explode. I'm not a millionaire. This is not like, I, but like I'm doing exactly what I felt my I needed to do. But now I did it and it's like, hey, next, like immediately. <laughs> like, like not like soon, like immediately. And that's part of the human condition, I think, <laughs> the, to, to be like, hey, next. Like it, it, 
The um, the happiness is in the achieving, not the achievement itself. It's towards it, yes. Yeah. And I mean, that night, my first night at the comedy store, hosted by Jason Ranabu, who we put in a skit. It was in the belly room, because you can't just do the main room first. You're lucky if you get the original room. You should do the belly room first, smallest room. And that night on the same bill was Paul Walter Hauser. It was like a crazy huge actor now. Yeah. And like, I mean, we developed like a pretty good relationship with, and it was kind of shocking when after he got famous, he stopped following me. Yeah, especially you. For me, like, we had we had uh, each other's phone numbers, and um, it like to for when we first met in L.A. to get together a couple times as we did, in and out. Yes. And then we kind of, you know, it's just one of those relationships where you're not living in the same city. You met I, each other doing the thing that you love. Um, I also just want to acknowledge that I actually don't give a fuck. I know you don't give like, a fuck. That's so crazy. To, yeah. I haven't talked to him in years. I know. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? If you see this in person, though, it'd all be love. Um, but no, it's, exactly. it's one of those very understandable things, I think, in my opinion. It's like, it's like it just... If you're not really actively in someone's life, it's like, what are you gonna do? Eleven, this is such a good conversation. We gotta wrap it up here. Are you serious? Yeah, it's seven oh seven. Holy shit! Okay, well, I don't want to leave on this like shallow. We used to perform a celebrities type talk, so we gotta have one more concept, or I gotta read something. Okay. <laughs> what do I say? I just we are put, celebrities. I was, we were. We've had a nice, beautiful day, and so I didn't prepare my fun fact. So. Um, I just put into Google fascinating fact about the body, and this is the first one that came up. Okay. Fun fact. Boom, boom, ba. Every second, your body produces 25 million new cells. What? That means in 15 seconds, you will have produced more cells than there are people in the United States. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Whoa, that was a good fascinating fact. Do you know what I feel? What? People are really going to join our Patreon to get that PDF. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I have been really involved and excited about like revamping my own knowledge on it. So I think it's a good uh, document. I say at the beginning of the document that like way. this topic specifically is... Hey, take it easy. Vast. And a lot of there is a lot of information that has different perceptions and ideologies and theories about the chakra system. So this is like scratching the surface, like literally just scratching the surface of the system itself. Um, and uh, so I just want to I say that I say that in the PDF. I let you know that this isn't the end all be all, but I'm excited about sharing it. Why do you do disclaimers like that? Do you notice that you do a lot of disclaimers in life? Uh, I really like to just let people know what's going on, 100%. Like, what does that do for you? Uh, transparency. And what does that mean that you don't um, feel like it's necessary, what you're saying? Like, why do you demote it before I, you put it out there? I don't think that's a demotion. I you think don't think that, so? No. I I'm sort of just like explore that because I notice you do a lot of disclaimers a lot. But I guess it's just you like to keep things balanced, I think, right? Um, I guess just the more information that I can put. Like if I was like, It's a yes. little bit taurine of you to be like, hey, here's something I worked really hard on, but also this ain't shit. If I was like, yes, like go to our I know. Patreon. One, like, one-sided confidence seems very dickheaded. 
I like to just mention that I'm aware. I, it's honestly for me. I, I like to mention that I am aware that this topic specifically, like mention it when I do this more often so I can maybe explain myself. But yeah. I like knowing that I am aware that this is a giant pool of thing. Of And I myself have know You're that I've student. only scratched the surface. You're a humble And I'm student. excited about it. So I'm sharing what I'm learning right now because that like embeds it in my system that's sick so you're basically you learn something better by teaching it too yeah that's for sure but it's fun to explore a topic with a student more so than someone from a position of like i know everything can you pass me the art of living over there yeah are you getting anxiety about people showing up yes has anyone texted you and said they're here yet (laughs) 710 you're like, I could not imagine being I 10 minutes like, late for a hang. I feel like uh, the people, I don't know. I take it AC. Take a breath. I'm just awesome. Everyone take a breath with us before I read this past. <coughs> Winnie, please choose a number between 1 and 32. 12. There we go. The art of mastering fear. Fear is a wild horse that needs a tight rein, for it is both friend and a foe, both good and evil. And to live effectively, a woman must learn to master it. By utilizing the intuitive warning system of fear as a shield against real danger, By harnessing the energizing power of fear for flight or fight when emergency strikes. By using the fear of insecurity, defeat, and failure as a lash and spur to high achievement. By guarding against fear's power to destroy, though recalling, the ancient legend of the plague that went to Baghdad to kill 5,000 people. 50,000 people died instead, and when the plague was questioned, it replied, I killed 5,000 as I said I would. The others died of fear. By flooding the dark corners of fear and superstition with the bright light of reason and knowledge, thus mapping the unknown, overcoming fancy with fact, dispersing hobgoblins of the imagination, and revealing the truth that sets men free. By accepting the fact that old age and death are natural and inevitable, that fear, that to fear them is futile, and that they can be best faced with a calm and quiet mind by ignoring them and gallantly living a day at a time. By finding inspiration in the words of Cardinal Newman, Fear not that your life shall come to an end, but rather that it shall never have a beginning. By willingly taking the risk of enriching adventures tinged with danger, knowing that she sheltered and protected life misses much, and that as the bard of Avon expressed it, cowards die many times before their deaths, the valiant never taste of death but once. By facing fear boldly and practicing the precept of of Emerson, Do the thing you fear, and the death of fear is certain. 
By coming into alignment with the great spiritual laws of the universe and learning that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. By discovering that the mightiest law of all this, perfect love casts out fear. By beholding the power of faith to work miracles as expressed in these inspiring words, fear knocked at the door, faith opened it, and lo, there was no one there. The Art of Mastering Fear. Mm, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. What another great episode. What a great episode. You're fantastic. We really we really send out some bangers for you guys. If you're loving these, write in the comments, share with your friends, subscribe to our YouTube, make sure you're following us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, join our Patreon, get this PDF, holler at us for these merch t-shirts, send us a DM or a message. Um, Winnie, you got anything else to add? Uh, just comment below if you'd get this merch. Holler at your motherfucking mama. Thanks, everyone. Love you guys. Bye. Happy Friday. Or whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better, but it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say and you desperately want to yell at all of them to just, just say something. Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. Yo, yo, yo. It's from Angertown. This plant just helped me chill out. Found focus. Found confidence. All of a sudden, I was productive. Less protective. More progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, it's each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. And that's Ralph. <laughs> that was crazy timing. All around. <clears throat> okay, we're rolling, rolling, rolling. And I'm about to start rolling us a joint. Put this here. I'm gonna finish this joint because you've had more joints than I have had. Yeah, you should. You should definitely have some. Uh... You know what? I didn't actually smoke that much, that much weed today. I know, but you had a soap. Yeah, yeah. You didn't smoke any weed the whole time you're at your hairdressers. No. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy to me. I know. Yeah.
I would just be like, no, let's go outside and smoke. Or I'd smoke inside. That's why I don't get my hair done. <clears throat> ready, ready? Yeah. And, and welcome, welcome back, back to another, another episode. episode. To the same space, so breathe anywhere near where I be. If you're trying to get by, then your vibe gotta rise. Yeah, I'll tell you when.